Welcome to New Music Fridays with your boy TZ, where each Friday we are bringing you insight on the newest drops, the best drops, and even a quick review on some of the best music that dropped that day. Be sure to check out the new playlist created by myself that will drop each Friday with every new episode of New Music Fridays. That will have all of the best tracks that I mentioned today all in one place. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Alrighty, so let's get into it, man. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I did a New Music Friday, but man, I got some good shit for y'all today. We're actually going to talk about three different projects. We're going to talk about Corday's Just Until EP that dropped today, Lil Yachty's Michigan Boy Boats, and then Money Bag Yo's Against This Pain. So I'm going to give first impression views of all of those. Got some really interesting thoughts for y'all on that. I'm also going to talk briefly on some of the best singles that dropped today. So let's get right into it. So with Corday, he dropped this EP, four track EP, really great EP. Honestly, y'all, this guy really just doesn't miss. He just makes good ass songs like just he's a really good song crafter. And when you when you add that into the type of content and his subject matter, it it's why it's, it's no surprise why Corday has made such a great impact in such little time. Um, in this EP, just like he does in most of his projects, he gives you every type of song. He gives you some flat out bangers, like we have on What's Up with Young Thug, and he also gives you some thought provoking and introspective rap. Now, he's very concise with with his lyricism and the the subject and what he's trying to get across. He's very much has a vision for each song he creates. But the difference between him and maybe your average rapper is he has enough talent to see it through in each song. Now. He's no Kendrick in the sense of he has very complicated, layered as meaning, meaningful songs. That's not necessarily what's needed here by him either. He just is straight to the point, straightforward and, and good, just good. So anyway, as it concerns subject matter, this EP is more based on life after the critically acclaimed and Grammy nominated debut album, The Lost Boy. But it also includes, you know, as far as subject matters, you know, dating Naomi Saka, the best tennis player in the world right now. His family and his relationship with them after revealing so much of their personal struggles on the debut album, as well as fans who have been patiently awaiting new music. So I can understand the family's frustration as his vulnerability was a big part of the album's success. Like, like crazy. Like, damn, they're talking like, yeah, uh, old girl was on crack. Like, that's crazy. So she listened to that. She's like, damn, dude, just told the whole world about me. But that vulnerability definitely played a role in how successful, how well received it was. So definitely a, a sticky area there. By the way, he didn't say nobody was on crack. That was just an example. Um, but he also does a bit more singing here, like on Dreaming Color. It surprisingly works well for him, and the chorus is really catchy. But what I was most impressed and why I really give him his flowers on is his ability to bring out a side of his collaborators is untouched. So we've seen this a little bit with RMP with Anderson Pot. They trade in bars, like flowing. Like this is before Corday is even really that big. He got these collaborators really going head to head with him, like in the in a very very like bars heavy as arena so he does the same thing here on a banger with young thug on what's up i had to i had to double check the track list and make sure i was listening to young thug for a second because he he it was very he just brought an energy you don't always get from young thug over a beat that's really dope and they were over here trading bars so fluently so i gotta give him his props on that because the artists who can bring out really good collabs from features that's dope i think that's underrated because you got big name artists who can't even get somebody to drop a decent 16 so but anyway man in short honestly this nigga's just winning that life right now 
I'm very curious to the dynamic between him and his old buddies at YBN. You know, he recently dropped the YBN from his name. Um, and then his his old counterparts in YBN just recently dropped their debut albums this year. So very interesting time for all three of those guys. But anyway, so whatever the reason, he clearly got another great album coming up called From a Bird's Eye View, which is his sophomore album. If this is any indicator, that's going to be a good project. He hasn't dropped a bad project yet. I mean, he's just getting started, but I don't anticipate a sophomore slump from him. So we should be on the lookout for what Corday has in store for us. So in some of my favorite tracks, What's Up with Young Thug and Dream in Color. But literally, it's four songs long, y'all, and every song is good and it has great repeat listens opportunities there. So I'll definitely be keeping that, you know, in my arsenal. So the next album we want to talk about is Lil Yachty's Michigan Boy Boat. So I didn't know Lil Yachty had anything dropping today, but it was it was a very interesting project. Um, and more so what you would expect from Lil Yachty. So the first line of the album, it says, I don't get the respect I deserve. Now, that could be true. But personally, I think he's where he needs to be. He's relevant after a couple years, which is a great thing with some of his talents. A lot of people consider Lil Yachty one of like the OG mumble type rappers. Uh, I just think one of his biggest flaws in people in preventing people from taking him serious is really nothing he can really do about even if he was a lyricist it's more so because it's his rap voice his rap voice just makes you feel like he's not being serious and I don't understand what else Lil Yachty can do if that's what he sounds like so anyway let's get into the actual content as far as this album his flows are extreme lacking energy and effort in many parts of the album and in others it's pretty good but man his features outshine him all over and i barely heard of some of these guys no disrespect to him i know some of these guys probably have a following but some of these guys don't the beats on this album whoo nice ass production some nice bops if you want bangers this album gonna give you all of that all of that man sb 2021 with not Sada baby dynamic duo hybrid them some of my favorite beats on this album his features though they just kill him man they continuously whether they start off the track or they pick up after him they end on a much higher note than him like this is very evident on fight not round three ghetto boy shit never did coke where he gets killed by sway lee ghetto boy shit when he gets killed by rmc mike but we'll get into that so the worst track to me on the album is Concrete Goonies. That shit is trash. Sounds like a blue face impersonation track. He's all beat as fuck for the first half of the track. His flow couldn't keep up with the beat. It sounds off. I don't know who cleared that. Y'all, it's not too late to remove that from the album if it's on streaming. Like, it's not good. I'm sorry if y'all like that. Don't even bother is dope though. I love his chorus. And that's his bag, honestly. Catchy choruses over dope beats and the futures were a good supplement on that track. I don't think Yachty should, Yachty is not a fucking Kendrick Lamar. I'm not expecting that from him. But being on beat and just having solid raps is, is solid. You still don't want guys out rapping you, but him, when he's making choruses on a dope beat, that's when he's in his bag and nobody can ever take that away from him. G.I. Joe is probably his best flow um, on the album for the most part. You know, some others where he has some decent flows. But it's a huge contrast to how bad he sounded on Concrete Goonies. Now, as I mentioned this earlier, we never did coke. Sway Lee murdered him on that. Like, as most of his most of his features did. But he said something. He was like, top of the building, smoking certified. Ain't put a baby in that bitch, but I fertilized. Diamonds on the water. I just had to let him smoke. I'm like, E-40, man, just tell me when they go. And I was like, damn, Sway Lee. That was dope. I give him some props for that. That was pretty. That was a nice little flow. A nice little, nice little rhyme screen there. On um, Get a Boy shit, though, this nigga Yachty sounded like he was up 72 hours straight. 
and the future came in and forced him to rap with a gun to his head. Like this nigga did not sound like he wanted to be there. I would have never co-signed that verse, so I don't know why they let that go. The flow was weak and it almost ruined the song, but RMC might killed it. Overall, man, it may sound like I'm being extremely critical of Yachty. That's not the case, man. I obviously checked out the album, eager to see what he had done. Um, but it's not necessarily unique to Yachty on this particular album. Like, this is the type of Yachty he normally gives you. Now, I wouldn't say it's as good as Lil Boat. On Lil Boat series, he normally sounds a bit more focused, especially on the last two editions. But um, overall, it's not a, uh, it's not the best album of the day. Um, definitely not Lil Yachty's best album, but it does have some bangers to get y'all through. Some really solid tracks here and there, and the features were really entertaining. Um, so overall, check that out. My favorite tracks, Dynamic Duo with T Grizzly. T Grizzly killed that shit. He definitely had the best verse on the album. SB 2021 with Sada Baby, Hybrid, G.I. Joe, and never did Coco Sway Lee, who also had probably the best verse on the album. This is between them two. Um, definitely not Yachty. But anyway, check that out, Michigan Boy Boat. Into the last project we're going to talk about today. So we got Moneybag Yo against his pain. So personally, I've always felt like Moneybag Yo was one of the premier trap rappers with an underrated rap ability. Like, he really can tell stories and he's lyrically a bit better than your average trap rapper. And I don't feel like he gets a lot of credit for that. So what I appreciate about this album right off the bat is he really experiments with other producers here, like Pharrell and Neptunes. And it pays off really well when they collab. Both collabs, projects, and certified Neptunes are bangers. And it's even Pharrell, he seems a bit experimental here. Like, you don't really see him on trap rap like that. Um, the, the interlude was really dope. I love the, the heartfelt interlude he had. I guess family and friends calling in, speaking on him, his kids. That was really dope. Um, the short track, so the album is made up mainly of short tracks. So the average track is maybe one or two minutes long. There are a couple a bit over that. But I think that's different. Um, although that is cool to me, I think from a attention span standpoint, people are only really listening to music that long. But I think it can kind of be an issue because some songs become really forgettable because by the time you check and see what song was playing, it's two tracks away from that. Um, clips from other artists such as Wayne on tracks like Waikisha's adds a really cool element. I really appreciate the way he personified leaning into a woman to tell the story. A lyrical talent not all trap rappers achieve. And more importantly, I appreciated the goat cloak from Wayne in his prime. The Biggie sample on the song was really dope too, so definitely one of my favorite tracks there. The collabs are great. He got a lot of nice collabs here. Um, I feel like one thing about him, as in you know, contrast to the Lil Yachty album, they don't outdo him on this album. Like Moneybag Yo very much holds his own on all of his collabs. He has a collab on here with Future or Harder for the Next, which is a dope single. Um, and then he has a song, a song free promo with Polo Drew and Lil Dirk, those Chicago rappers. They all killed that great track. Um, he has some features from Janae Aiko, and then he has a rap feature from Pharrell as well. So overall, the album isn't dominated by features, but when the features are supplemented on tracks, they do um, provide a very cohesive listening experience. Anyway, man, in short, he's been doing this for a while, and for him to still be improving in some form or fashion is good. That's really all you can ask for as you approach having longevity in your career. His chorus work and hook game has improved. Bipolar Virgo shows that overall solid project and he shows no sign of stopping so my favorite tracks overall projects certified neptunes bipolar vogo and wakisha so that wraps it up for our project summaries now let's talk you know for a brief moment about the best singles that dropped so they weren't on the album or they're not on the album yet they're just new songs so her dropped a new song with chris brown that was really fucking smooth and sexy like honestly i don't know if you guys have been paying attention to her instagram like i have 
she's been dropping a bit more thirst traps than usual i think she's slowly trying to change her image up trying to be a bit more sexy than instead of like you know socially conscious and i guess mature which is i'm completely fine with i think that's where the industry is kind of going you know when you see artists like um chloe but overall great fucking track come through is a bop probably the best single of the day um georgia smith also dropped a new single called gone which i thought she was in her bag too i really appreciated her last track they're both singing a bit more like um not necessarily sappy but kind of in your feelings type music which i i appreciate i love that type of r&b um so we'll, we'll see if she continues to keep that vibe uh she her album has also been announced i've only seen eight tracks on the track list hopefully she gives us a bit more than that but i love that track um chance and vic did an acoustic version of a song called shelter which is a great track but this acoustic version was i want to say even better like it really adds a much more intimate vibe to it feels like you really being there where like performing in front of you like and i don't know if you guys have noticed but vic and chance came up together but they had it's been a while since they collabed and there had been some type of friction between them but this collab and this acoustic version from them was very well welcomed as far as how i think about it, it was really dope be there in chicago kid and pj morton and two others dropped a song called bring it home to me which is very old school wade in the water type ass collab but it's dope it's different it's definitely different cut of the friend dropped outside nice feel good song he's been in his bag lately shop already dropped two projects of 2021 y'all we ain't even reached the halfway point so he's been working fivio foreign dropped unruly which is some more in new york drill you know music from the premier new york drill artist right now which is pretty solid other than that, I mean, those those are the main things. Doja Cat dropped a feature on a, a song called Dick. I don't, I mean, I never heard of the guy the song is on with, but her verse was pretty dope. Um, other than that, man, I, I think that's really the the highlights of of this New Music Friday. It wasn't a crazy, a lot of crazy big name albums. Um, but definitely still some stuff to check out. Um, YSL also dropped Slime Language 2 last week, but this week they dropped the deluxe version, which actually has some bops on there. You know, um, that honestly, if they released the deluxe initially, I think would have probably gave me an even better reception. I'm not sure where everybody's thoughts on the project overall. Um, but you know, he has a song on there with the baby called Liddy That's Dope. Young Thug definitely carries this whole project. I'm not, not gonna even fucking stunt with you. Um, but he also got a song on there with Don Tolliver, which is one of my favorite up and comers called No Surprise, which is really good. And I, I don't know if this is his son or something, but there's a guy on there called Migo who has a song called Yasersky, which is like this six-year-old rapping. <laughs> Interesting, man. Mac Truck with Jim Jones, which is like a New York vibe, you know, that you hear Young Thug rapping on, which is not common. But other than that, man, I'm not here to talk too much about that album. I thought it was pretty decent. I love the features from Kid Cudi. You got Drake feature. You had hella fucking features on there. They're pretty solid. But overall, man, this has been another episode of New Music Fridays. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, tell me what your favorite tracks. If you disagree with something, let me know. This is a first impressions review. So this doesn't mean I spent, you know, a whole week listening to this shit. This is what I thought after listening to it a few times that they had dropped. Anyway, catch you boys later. Adios.